Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's the weekend, and it only can start with the weekend preview of game week six. Welcome to the Predictor League. Welcome to the weekend and welcome to yet another defeat for Manchester United. How the hell did Danny Wellcrap Score a goal again. In fact, you've had two defeats since we've last done this. Two defeats. I can't even remember the Brighton game. It feels like an ages ago. So I don't even think we need to talk about it, really, to be fair. It wasn't that. Well, can we not talk about Danny Wellcrap, the worst striker in Premier League history, scoring against his old club in hilarious fashion? Well, you know, pick up runners in the box, man. You don't mark your men in the box. They're going to get runners. That goal we conceded for Welbeck, we conceded that exact same goal like four or five times this season. People not picking up runners in the box. Freaking Ericsson, Casemiro. Absolute mess, man. But what can I say? Brighton and Brighton, man. Brighton get away with it, man. Brighton are pretty annoying, man. I think you agree with me that Brighton are an annoying team. Right, I do. Yep. They freaking they can change their manager, sell all their players. They're basically like a lizard, man. They cut their tail off and just regrow it back the same way, man. <laughs> Nothing affects them at all, man. But the thing is, people that actually link in Deserby to the Manu job and actual fans of Manu saying that Ten Hag should be sacked and Deserby should come in. Absolute joke, to be honest. Absolute joke, man. Look, Deserby, you get a free bullet. How's the joke? You are the joke. You are bulletproof as a Brighton manager, completely bulletproof, because you can go to Old Trafford and win 3-1, and you get all the praise. Oh, what a brilliant manager. Oh, what a tactician. He outdid Ten Hag. He's such a brilliant manager. And then they'll go and lose to freaking AEK Athens midweek, and everyone just misses it. So oh, nothing happened then. No no stick or anything. You can lose 4-1 at home to West Ham. Ah, oh, no stick. It's bulletproof. It's a bulletproof job, man. Completely different ball game managing menu. So, but. These these clowns, these so-called Man U fans, they're actually calling for Ten Hag out. It's ridiculous, man. After five games. You're just Ten Hag FC. Uh, Dan's saying he's liking the Brighton as a lizard. I, I did like that one. I did like that one. And as Brandon I mean, says, 
Ten Hag happy clapper. That's exact. You know what? In all the years I've known you, I've never been as disappointed in you as I have this last two weeks. The realization that you are not just a happy clapper, but you're a Ten Hag FC. Who did you blame for the defeat against Brighton? Was it Ten Hag's fault? How am I Ten Hag FC? Because I don't want to change my This isn't Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, man. I was like first on the queue. I didn't want Oli to get the job in the first place. And I was first to get rid of him freaking after we started shanking. So look, don't blame, don't put me down as a freaking Ten Hag happy clapper. He's you the are. only manager we've had Matt, since is Fergie. Is he a Ten Hag happy clapper or not? He's yes, the only no. manager since Fergie that I've been 100% behind because he. this is what we needed. We needed a young good manager with a set idea on how he wants to play, laying down standards, men. You think freaking Sancho would have gone on strike freaking if Oli was in charge? It'd have been riot sucking him off, man, saying, oh, no, I'm sorry for what I said in the press. Please come back. Please come back. He's trying to set the standards, man. They're all saying you're a happy clapper. And I'm saying you're a happy clapper. So you're saying... question. Who's to blame for you losing to Brighton and Bayern. I mean, I could give you a laundry list of reasons. You'll call give them excuses. Give me a top reason for the loss. You'll call them. You'll call every one of them excuses, but you put enough excuses together, it turns I into a reason. Excuse. Your top reason excuse. Number, reason number one, I'd say, is the injury crisis, man. If Serge Reg- Regulon, Serge Regulon has been our best player in the last two matches, that tells you all you need to know about what the issues we've got at my new men. So. All the stuff off the field, all the injury crisis that we've got. Was it the Glazers' fault you lost? Obviously, the Glazers are up there on that list as well, man. Oh, you want to say that you are just like wait, wait, wait. So, honestly, let me ask you a question. You ask me all these questions. Let me ask you a question. So, if you mm. was a Man U fan right now, if you was in my shoes, you'd be saying Ten Hag out. You'd be officially Ten Hag out. One hundred percent. He's a complete fraud. I want him to okay. stay. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Let me ask you another question. Crash. Let me ask you another question. I'm going to be Dr. Strange for a minute. Let's go to a parallel universe, yeah? Beginning mm-hmm. of last season, the Greek father, he sacks Cooper. The fans are in uproar. No one knows why he's done it, but he's got a plan. He brings in Teng Hag at the start of last season, okay? Expectations of the season, same as they were for Cooper. Survive. It will be a great season. Ten Hag gets Forrest to 10th position, playing some good football at times. Then they head into the second season. Poor start. Lose a few games. You're the Forest fan right now. Are you saying Ten Hag out? I don't live in the past, mate. I deal with the current and the I'm present. not talking about past. I'm talking about parallel universe. Answer the question. You always say You're answer the question. And then he starts like he did this season. Whatever he did last season. I mean, firstly, Greek okay. stupid so, enough in- Ten Hag, yeah? Secondly, yeah. he's gone three L's and the expectations are to do the same or better than last year. Then uh, Greek father would get rid, man. So you think Greek I would get rid after five games, and you would be Ten Hag out as Ten Hag the Forest manager? I'd be Ten Hag out. I'd be Ten Hag. Do you know why I'd be Ten Hag out? Because in the reality that we are now, I'm Ten Hag in, man. I'm like, keep backing this bold dumbass, man. Seriously, keep thinking he's the second coming because his tactics are a joke, man. He plays the second most defensive line, and you're meant to be a big six team. That's a joke in itself. He bought, in, he bought in Mason Mount as his priority signing. He bought Anana. Let's. Do you want to go down the Anana road, uh, go, uh, road with that? Oh, that one save he made for the first goal. 
you're the guy that turns on your players after three or four games, man. You're going to be turning on Sangara at this point because he made a mistake against freaking uh, Burnley the other night. So he's only got a couple of games. Didn't cost us any mistakes. He'll be the one that is getting the stick from you. Anana, man, yes, he made a mistake. He made a mistake. I'm not a happy clapper. I'm just realistic. What? So, we, so what are you saying? We spent all this money on these 10 hag plays that you want us to bring in. And then within five games, you say, oh, scrap it, lads. Let's start again. Bring someone else in. We'll sell all them players and start again. All right. Do you like Mason Mount signing? He's played one and a half games. One and a half games. I said, do you like the signing? I was mediocre about it when it happened. Oh, but if but it ten hag his... wanted him. I have ten hag wanted. Ten then hag he's right. Him. He did want him because he wants to play a certain style of football. He wants to do the high transitional play play on the on the attack as much as possible, possession-based game. He wants to turn over in, in attack as, as many times as possible in the game, and it, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to implement that. He couldn't do it last season because he showed what happened at the start of last season in Brentford and Brighton, so he, he, he resorted to more of a defensive counter-attack. Would using the Gaia have play. saved that shot? Huh? Would De Gea have saved that shot? Uh, here we go with the De Gea lines, man. If De Gea was so good, would he be sitting on at home on a free transfer? No one willing to pick him up. Literally, no one is willing to sign. Why can't you just answer the question instead of dodging and the now question? Now you're rewriting history. Would De Gea have saved that shot? Would that you is, have saved that shot, man? If that was a De Gea style mistake, man. De Gea has done that kind of mistakes numerous times over his tenure at Man United. Right, let me ask you: Would you have saved that shot? Look, it was a mistake. He came out and said, I cost us the result. Like, you can't ask for much more than that. Keep his mistakes. So we know now his feet work. We know now his mouth works because he's crying. The only problem is his gloves don't work. You didn't buy a goalkeeper, man. You bought an outfield player. You're so stupid. Anyway, okay. anyway, anyway. What? Anyway. You, know, you see Edison making mistakes. See, Allison made a mistake the other week against Wolves, but you don't mention them. It's all freaking... Are you a Man City fan now? Well, I'm just saying, it's a double standard. Okay, so like, oh, what would I talk about them talking about? Anyway, chat, I hope you guys are doing well. I've just proved that Twist is a happy clapper. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you just keep Dean Henderson? He would have yeah, saved that shot. <laughs> it's huh? a good point. It's a good point. We should get Henderson. <laughs> yeah. uh, big shout out to Andy for the one month becoming a silver member, the absolute legend. Don't forget, we got a gore stream tonight at 8.30 where we'll be focusing on Man City versus Nottingham Forest. Chris saying Hennessy would have saved that. <laughs> Why can't Twist see the cracks on and off the field? And a lot of the and a lot of that starts with Ten Hag as a manager. Needs to respect his players too, not just the other way around. Well said, because he's a happy clapper. All this talk coming out today, people, players leaking stuff to uh, what's that journalist called? I forgot his name now. Lockhurst. All this Look, stuff. It's all Ollie version two right now. It's oh. literally the opposite of Ollie, man. Ollie was like freaking. Kids' gloves, man. He won't say anything against the players or do anything to upset them. Yeah, man. they still just... leaked stuff, didn't they? And this is why I like Ten Hag. He's trying to lay down the law, man. Set yeah, some standards. Still leaking, so he's really laying down the law there, isn't he? Well, it's anyway. obviously you know, we know who the ones are. There's always the English boys. There's always the ones not getting a game. It's, it's, it's going to be a Maguire. It's going to be McTominay. It's one of them, guaranteed. Well, then you should have got rid of him. But you didn't. in Ten Hag, we trust. I just saw your name. Oh my God, Happy Clapper. Happy clapper. All right. Anyway, let's get on to the real business of why we're here today. And boy, if some of you had a good week, and uh, I I can't say that I have, to be honest. <coughs> Excuse me. 
let's, let's shout some of these scores out. Scarpa and his Rubik's Cube and Ganscock's that's been said right with 18 and a half points that's a hell of a return uh while we're looking through the scores please don't forget to hit the like if you haven't already uh then we got we got sherlock holmes himself and echo on 18 points man and even simple has had a good week 17 and a half percent he can't make it tonight if anyone was wondering i'm sure no one was and there's been some oh man i really chose a bad week to have a bad score man there's some big numbers coming in here. Even Mark got 14 and a half. What the hell's going on? Yeah, Nick, right. you got 14. Average, Forrest average. 13. Where am I? Oh, You're my down God. Down and out, mate. Oh, my God. Even Simon's beat me, man. Oh, oh, this is not... It's beat me. How did you not put a Brighton result down, man? Did you, what did you go in that game? I got 10 points. I got 10 points. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. You got 29 last week, says Will. No, you didn't. All right, let's have a look at the overall table and then let's jump into it. So, so shout out to those boys who are flying and girls at the top. And look at this jump, man. Scarper and his Rubik's Cube jumped up to fifth place with 27 places jumped. Martin's in the top 10, man. This is embarrassing. Blockbuster's down three. Forever Forest, congratulations, jumps five into first place with 65 points. It's starting, I need to have a good week this week. There's no messing around now. Let's see. For, even Forest ends up 26. Dino's jumped 13 places to 30. Red Dog up 29 places. Where am I, man? Even Nottingham now and then's overtaken me. Sim Simple as up 46. Nick, we're in trouble here, man. Thanks, Where are yeah, me man. and you? We're not even in the top 50, man. Oh, no, there I am. Just, just 45th. Where are you, man? Where I are you? Know, You're there man. with 10 hag. Happy clapping. That's where you are. <laughs> Look, I'm the champ, man. I ain't got nothing to prove. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Look at your points. You're in 32nd. You've had a cracking week, mate. You've jumped up big time. Jack's saying for once I actually did well. All right, guys, I'm going to have to really focus on these matches, and uh, I'm probably going to go with what you lot say all right so let's get into these games i'm um, on the wrong week here it's week six isn't it again we're kicking off with i don't like this view let me go to the to-do list to-do list to-do list let's get to the picks all right twist palace versus fulham palace versus hmm. fulham man i feel like that hasn't been football for a while i'm a little rusty on yeah, what's going on? So Palace are ninth in the table. Fulham a tenth in the table. Palace took an L to Villa and Fulham beat Luton 1-0. They did dominate them, but they just weren't scoring. Hey, Harvey, hope you're well. Martin, stop gloating. Uh, Estro, don't worry, after this week. I'm just letting you guys feel like it's going to be interesting. What are you thinking here, man? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I mean, Fulham are kind of doing what they need to do. They're beating the Crappers. They're beating the Lutons and the Evertons. They're getting the points on the board there. I mean, they did get a good result away at Arsenal, so fair do there. But they seem to struggle to score goals, man. To be honest, Palace have been pretty impressed with. I've probably seen more yeah. Palace games than Fulham games. So they've got a good team, man, and they're really hard to beat at, at Sellers Park. This, this week, I want to try and do a few more draws because I always just go back the 2-1 win, home win, I way win. But could this be a draw? Yes, but I feel like Palace might sneak it, man. So off the bat, I'm going to have to go 2-1 Palace. I was thinking 2-1. <laughs> but they haven't, have they not scored many? So 1-0, 5-1 they held, 2-0 with Arsenal, 3 -0. They haven't scored many. Not many, man. 
It's got two one written all over it, man. I'm gonna join you on that. I'm gonna join you. Let's see what the guys are saying. Will saying two one, Estra saying one all. Three two to Palace says Harvey. Draw written all over it. It does stink of a draw, but I'm just gonna go with the two one. Okay. Oh my god, look at this next one, guys. Luton versus Wolves. Only one win differentiates the two of them. Luton on quadruple L's. Wolves on a little pattern there. Two L's a dub, two L's. Surely a dub incoming. I don't know. Are we looking at the patterns here or what? I mean, it has to be a Wolves win, but at some point somewhere, Luton are going to sneak a point from someone, aren't they? You're looking at patterns, man. You're looking at the four L's saying it's a Jewett roll, but at the end of the day, it is Luton, so you just never know where the rules apply with them. And my boy Gary O'Neill, man, I feel like Wolves again played well against uh, Liverpool, wasn't it? Yeah, Liverpool. First half, they're all over him, man. They could have been flying. Yeah. Yeah, they were flying. Uh, What's his face? Neto. Neto was next level, man. They could have been 2 0, 3 0 up at half time. So they were unlucky in that game. I think they do play good football. They just still slack the goal scorers. But Luton, man, look, I want them down. You want them down. The ground's finally up to standard so we can see another home game for them. But they are due a point. Again, it's another one where you lean towards a point, but I want to back my boy Gary O'Neill, so I'm going to go Wolves, man. Would you take Gary O'Neill instead of Ten Hag? <laughs> That's the tough one, man. <laughs> that is the tough one. I think, I think this is going to be probably another 2 honor. Wolves, if they could, if Wolves had someone who could put the ball in the net, they'd be uh, a comfortable mid-table team, man. They're just shocking in front of goal. It's ridiculous how bad they are. Quite a few in the chat saying a draw. D Holt saying two all. That's a lovely picture. Loving the profile picture, bro. Chris saying, surely this is a big L for both. Is it possible? You kind of <laughs> almost want to do that. Tim saying one nil to Wolves. So is Estro. I, I'm I'm going to go with Sai. I'm going two one. What did you get it? Two one, man. Two one, man. It just works so many times last season. All right, this oh. is the uh, the big game of the weekend, ladies and gents. Your your marquee match: the champions of Europe versus the two times champions of Europe, Manchester City versus Nottingham Forest. We will break this down. We will break this down uh, on Grumpy Old Reds tonight, 8.30. And we got, I don't know how many we've got here, over 100 in here and only 29 likes. Please do take a quick second, hit that like and subscribe if you're new as well. Um, all right, let's go to your so-called objective neutral state here, Twist. Is this uh, six have, in a row? I always have a lock of the week, and this is the most locked lock. Locked in Vinnie Mac win of the week for Man City, man. I mean... You're talking about an injury crisis for Man City, man. Yeah, I know they're going to have to bring Doku in, who came off the bench midweek when Silver got injured. I know Doku, the guy that actually destroyed Forest in preseason. That's such a downgrade, man. So, like, this is just this is the guaranteed win, man. I can't see any way around it. I mean, Forest, if they look, if I see a different makeup on the team sheet for Forest, where he goes with a 4 3 3 or something a bit different, but he's going to go the 5 3 2. He's going to low block it. He's going to play the same way he did at Arsenal, the same way he did at Man U. And he just invites pressure, constant pressure. And the one team you don't want constant pressure from is Man City, man, because they showed it midweek. They they tried to low block that team they played midweek in the Champions League. 
and they actually got a counter-attacking goal, went 1-0 up. But eventually it comes and they get the goals, man. So you might last a half, you might last 60 minutes, but it eventually will come, man. Haaland will score a couple. Daku will probably score a couple as well, man. I'm He's not going to go crazy. He me the most, man, because he tore us yeah. a new one in pre-season at Reims. I rate this guy, man. I absolutely rate this guy. I think they got an absolute bargain here. I don't think they paid much more than £50 million for him, and he's a perfect replacement for freaking Mahrez that they let go. So, yeah, it's just how many I go here. Do I give you... I could see you scoring. If you play the right people, I can see you getting a counter-attack goal because that's what you're good at. So maybe I'll go 3-1. 3-1. Yeah. Um by the way, we're going to look at what you guys have predicted in this. And I will be calling out the turncoats. I'm saying it now, right? And just very quickly, because I forgot to tell you guys, we've updated the emojis with all the new Forest players. There is even a Chris Wood emoji. Yes, you heard me right. There is a Chris Wood emoji. So if you remember, you want to check those out, um, just click on it on the keyboardy thing in the comments. I don't know about this one, Nick, right? Because I've always said that Steve Cooper prefers to play the sweaty teams, and there's Harvey straight with it. He's better at playing these teams than a Burnley or a Sheffield United. There's the Sangares. They found the emojis. Oh, my God, they're going to start flooding in now. I don't. I think Man City is too much of a stretch, even though I think Cooper would prefer this game over the Burnley game last week because of his style of football. Therefore... I don't see us holding six, man. That was embarrassing when I went last season. Me and Dino were there. And it was just like, when the ground was like silent. But it was a wow. training session. I tell you now, right? They could have won that game maybe 12-0. It was like, they just took pity on us, took Haaland off after like 55 minutes or something. They brought some of the kids on, man. That's how embarrassing it got. <laughs> but wow. we're a different team. We're a different team to what? turned up last season i think we played i want i think we went johnson and mg dub as a, almost like a double false nine and Loddy did his debut he got ripped up one as well the problem is, is warrell and mckenna if they play yeah you cannot I agree that. 90 100 minutes without them making a mistake and there's one team that's going to punish you for making a mistake is man city man it's going to be hard in the same so I can't see it, man. Even with a low block, like I said, you might last 60 minutes. You might scrape a goal, but eventually they'll just pound you down, work you down. Well, you can actually go a draw. You were talking about 16% chance, 5% chance I of just, a win. I don't know on this one. Look, like I've learned from Cooper now that if he's playing a big six team, we're probably going to sneak a draw in most of them, right? I, uh -oh. I just feel, I feel he's going to go back five. I, I have no idea what's going on with Felipe. He's saying he's injured. Um, the admin on the on the on the picture accounts are saying that he's fit because he's training away. Who knows? Sangare could be a difference. I would like to see a midfield three of Sangare, Dominguez, and Santos just to brick up. That's mm. what I would do for three three. But they're gonna have too much. I don't think it's gonna be six. I'm gonna go two nil. I don't think we score, to be honest. I don't think we score, but I don't I think mean, it's big. I like the sound of that midfield. I mean, I probably switch out Santos for a Mangala or something, but just doing something different like that, just going with a four three three and yeah. trying to get a bit more control of the game because you don't want to resolve back to what you did against Manu because. 
look, he started well against Manu, but you just constantly ended up just punting it forward and then Awoni wasn't holding up or Jono was messing up. You just kept inviting that pressure back, man. And that was against Manu and not in great form. So against a Man City team who probably still not been yeah. in great form, conceded quite a few goals lately, but they're still winning. They're still on that 100 percentile, man. So we'll see. Let's let's get into the chat's comments on this game. Obviously, we're going to full debrief tonight, but I'm just gonna call out the Judas's here. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Are you actually serious? 7 1 to Man City. He ain't no red, man. Um, who else we got? David's gone 4 1. Mo's gone 4 1. Loads of four. DJ 3 2. Ez has gone 3 1. All Judas's, man. All these Judas's, man. Even Mark's gone 3 1. Ah, oh, man. Sai's gone 3 1. You've gone 3. There's a lot of 3 1. Oh, my God. Mark's gone 3 1. Dave's gone 3 1. Anne's gone 3 0. Wait, what Look have you got? Martin, man. Martin playing the odds are going through. Sharky going 2 1, you little gits. Man. Okay, you got the, real, man. Let, yeah, me, yeah, let right. me scroll past it. All right, here's the true fans. Here's the true believers. Emma's gone for one all draw. Respect. Says Greg. Cujo's gone for a draw. Now, who's the real fans? Let's see who really does believe. Red. Well, well 4 2, man. Will. What a game. What a game well, there. Will going 2 1. Well done, Will. You've probably shafted yourself now that you've gone up, but you, you never know. You can tell every one of those other Judases on Sunday or Saturday night that they should have believed. Big Marts, good for you. Cooper's new teeth, good for you as well. Jimmy, Big Hado, well done. Lewis, Sydney, Gary Body Rats, all these true fans. The rest of you, hang your heads in shame, man. How can you predict your team is going to lose? It is shameful. It is shameful to say the least. All right. Let's see what you guys are saying. Turbo saying, ban everyone who went for a city win. I didn't, I didn't do that. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Mark saying, can't believe Ant doesn't fancy us to score. Exactly. Wait, nor did I. Um, don't back Man City to win. Just back the game to have three goals or more simple as. Um, and there's Will confirming he's no Judas. He's just deluded. I agree. It's going to be low block center. And I think Nick is spot on here saying Felipe had Haaland in his pocket, the city ground. Hopefully Cooper's playing a mind game. The old magic sponge will reappear. Hopefully. Why does it do this weird thing when you, uh, when you do that, let's get that fixed. All right. Don't worry though. We're going to go into the full tactics, the full discussion tonight, a half eight on the grumpy old reds for um, Man City versus Forest. Um, I don't think Lingard started. I don't think Lingard started so last year. I'm pretty sure he didn't. But uh, if he did, he was crap. And he was crap all season. I need to cough, Nick. So start us off on Brentford, Everton. This is... If Everton lose this, I think Daesh is gone. I mean, he's favourite to go, so I won't be surprised. I mean, who did they play last? It was Arsenal, wasn't it? I mean, they just offered nothing, really. They tried to low block their way to a point and didn't work out, so... They didn't really offer anything in the attack. Uh, Brentford have been a bit hit and miss, aren't they? So they've only really had one win. But they still, they're going to survive. They're not going to be dragged down into any kind of uh, relegation fight. But Yeah, but they just took it. an L to Newcastle, didn't they? I mean, they the draw specialists so far this season. Mm. Yeah. Are they missing about, Tony? Are they missing about 365? Tony Bet365 being available, man, once he uh, serves out his ban. And they're talking around the region of 50 to 60 million, which I think is yeah, absolutely Arsenal, well, Arsenal made contact for him, yeah. 
that would be an absolute steal for anyone to take him at Man U, but anyone that gets him for that price is decent. He's not that I'm old. He's a relegation fighting team, man. He's only about, what, 26, 27, so he's still got plenty of years left in him. Um, are they missing him? Maybe they are a little bit, but I still rate them. Uh, Visa up front and Mbabu, whatever his name, Bamu. He's a good, he's a good striker. So they've they've got enough in the tank, I think, to beat Everton at home because they're due a win after three non-wins. So I'm going to back a home win here. I'm going to go two nil. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Weird posting time, Nico. Yeah, you can watch it on catch up if you're just getting back. Hopefully, you know, we've got to start the weekend, and we've still got another live stream. We've got to squeeze them all in somehow. Him saying two nil to the bees. Trev going. Trevor's on delay saying one nil to Forest. I'll take that. Um, we'll talk about Scarpa on Grumpy Old Red Smart. I've got a lot to say about that. I mean, some of the shit I'm hearing about him is pathetic from some of the fans. Everton looked the worst team this season on the pitch, says Dino. I, I've just got a sneaky feeling Everton gets something out of this. What, like a nil-nil or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Just a low block point. I just, I just feel like Brentford aren't firing in front of goal. This could be the weird result of the weekend. Does anyone, does anyone fancy Everton to get something out of this? So I kind of do. None of the chat is actually Amy saying it as well. Everton may pull off the upset. DJ's gone for a toughies win. Have I got the balls to do it? I need to get some points on the board, you know. I'm trying to think a little bit outside the box this week because you you had a European football first week of Champions League, first week of uh, freaking Mickey Mouse Cups on Thursday. People are playing Thursday, Sunday, so there's gonna be some results here and there that are gonna have something weird. But these two weren't involved in anything in Europe, so still got to think it's a home win. Mark, where's your badge gone? Where's your badge gone, bro? Um, I don't know. I don't know. And why is he not coming up on the chat? Is he blocked? Someone blocked Mark. Oh my god. Um, I'm too scared to do it. I want to do it. This is going to be my I told you so nil nil draw one. I'm going to go, go 2 1. I'm just playing, I'm playing it safe this week. I need points. <laughs> oh, the yeah. relegation six points up. A lady, the gent Burnley with the in, coming into this game in better form than Man U over the last two games. Again, that's here, man. I don't know. Hold on. I can't see you from the dizzy heights of eighth. I'm just looking at the table. Oh, there you are. 13th. Yeah. Uh, you're five points clear of the relegation zone. But if you lose to Burnley, mate. Comfortable, man. Absolutely comfortable. If you lose to Burnley, you're two points out of it. Like, this is it for me, man. This is where the season starts. We've got a nice few stretches of games. And we've got Palace and someone else I can't remember. So we need to be taking nine, 12 points for the next three or four games and it starts here Saturday night against Burnley man but you you made Burnley look like freaking Brazil after freaking half an hour couldn't get a win against them after they took three L's so they've got a couple of players that guy that absolutely destroyed Montiel on the left wing he looked pretty impressive but they got that striker out now because he elbowed someone in the box so they're lacking a, a striker option they're going to bring in what's his name freaking Rodriguez or whatever his name is man the giant striker. So, look, I'm confident on this one, man. We're getting a few back from injury, finally. Talk of Mount, talk Clip of around. He said he's confident. I'm confident every week, man. The only game I haven't been confident this season was buying away. It actually felt good, man, going into a game expecting to lose. Must be how you Forest fans feel, man. Anyway, bring it back to the Burnley one. Yeah, I'm confident, man. If Ryan comes back in, it has a bit of solidness to our defensive line. It's been absolutely 
demolished this year. And we need Amrabat. And I want to see the midfield trio of Amrabat, Casemiro and Bruno. And I feel like away from home and against the top teams, that's the kind of midfield three we need to play. That extra little bit of support, man. Because Ericsson is not it, man. He is featherweight, man. I've never seen a player get brushed off the ball so easily, man. Whatever batteries he's got in that freaking device in his heart, he needs to get better ones, man. He needs some Duracells in there or something because he's got some Tesco own brand batteries in there right now because he is <laughs> gassing, man. Gassing after like 50 minutes. And yeah, he plays majority of the game. So we need that extra midfielder in there. We need the Amrabat. So hopefully some of these players will be coming back in sooner rather than later and it'll be this game and we actually get a good performance and we get a few goals in this one. Well, Burnley haven't scored that many goals, man. So I'm I'm going to give us a clean sheet in this one. I know a that's clean a clean sheet away from home. It's a shocking statement, but I'm going to go with a comfortable two nil win here for the Reds. Two nil. I'm I'm going for a draw on this one. I have a funny you, feeling. So you bottled it. Funny feeling. You oh, bottled it. Yeah. The only thing that worries me: if you draw, he could be gone, and that really does worry me. I'm ten hag fully in, man. I'm ten hag fully in. Guys, there's like 130-odd of you in here and 37 likes. Please do take a quick second. It's free to do. Just hit that like button if you're enjoying the stream so far. Is anyone going to back me up on a draw here in the chat? Let's get some yeses or nos in there. I mean, um, Martin's saying a nil-nil board draw. I could probably see it going nil-nil. Well, you probably played Burnley. It. You just played Burnley. What did you think to Burnley? Um... I didn't think much of them, but I've, we've played both of you, so I can give you the uh, the better analysis here. Burnley looked more likely to threaten us than you did. I mean, they were a freaking dodgy VAR decision away from beating you 2-1, so... You know, exactly, about and you got two dodgy VAR decisions, so, you know, this could be the battle of VAR. Varnley versus Rochester. Forrest played well for like 20, 25 minutes, but after that, Burnley pretty much in control of that game, man. Second half from Forrest was embarrassing, I thought, man. Especially at home, man. It has let Burnley control that game. It Sounds a bit like a you world. against Brighton. Sounds a bit like you against Brighton. Uh, look, you can have a go at my team. I can have a go at yours, man. I'll spare in freaking Premier League love and war. So, I, I thought it straight, man. You're just doing it out of, like, spite. That's all. Well, what? I'm not allowed to have a go. You're allowed to have a go at freaking Man U, but I'm just not allowed to say anything in return. When I mean, it's have... hard for you to be taken seriously when we're 8th and you're 13th, but okay. Yeah, it's hard for a, a, a fan base to be taken seriously when they look at the league table after five games. It's small club mentality, mate. That's what that's called. Are you happy with your league position now? Obviously not, but no one... So you are then. No one should even look at the league table until 10 games minimum. That's when it starts to make shape. Oh, really? So Luton shouldn't be looking at the league table now thinking, oh, we're on zero points. It's fine. We don't need to bother looking for another five. They, what? You're telling me they don't know they're on zero points. They need to look at the table to figure so it out. Looking, they know they're in so they are looking. So they are looking. No, they know from the results they're on zero points. They need to freaking get some points on the board. But they don't need to look at the table to figure, figure that out. Yeah, you better. Uh, Turbo makes a great point here. That 19-year-old little nippy kid on the wing, man. I forgot his guy? name. Yeah. Man, he was lightning, man. He destroyed Montiel. You need to watch out for him. Who's your Klo right back? Koloshko, was it? That Koloshko yeah, yeah, guy. him. Yeah. yeah. He Who's was... your right back? The Hello. Yeah. Yeah, you're screwed. You're screwed. Um, are you and Dino running stream at the same time? It's the same stream. It's the same stream. So if you're watching on the other channels, please make sure you hit the like button on those and subscribed as well. Um, okay. Let's... I'm going one all. I'm going one all on this one. I can see it. I can see a draw happening. 
Ooh, ooh, North London Derby, North London Derby. Just before we get into the North London Derby, there will be a Super Sunday, no, a Soccer Sunday, where we will be bringing to you all four games um, coming through from the other games that you'll see in a second. And just very quickly, how would you like to win not one Ryan Yates shirt, not two Ryan Yates shirts, but three Ryan Yates shirts. Two of them being the new kit and one from last season. And they are all signed by Ryan Yates. I mean, if you win this, you're in the trend for sure. So make sure you go and check out the link in football prizes. Let's just zoom in on that picture. There's three chances. This one's an insta win. If you hit ticket number 49, it's an insta win. And if you hit ticket number 149, it's an insta win as well. The tickets are randomly generated. They're not given out to you in order. And then if you don't get the Insta win prizes, then you still got the shot for the full shirt. So you can literally win the main prize instantly if you hit ticket number 49. Exclamation mark price, prize Sorry, in the chat if you want to grab your tickets and then uh, get yourself in the trend as well. All right, I'm actually really looking forward to this game. Arsenal Spurs, they're both talking the big one. This is probably the first time for a while, Twist, that they've both come in in pretty decent form together. Usually one's in the mud and one's not. Mm. Um, but is home advantage going to play anything in this? I, I think so. I think so big time, to be honest. I mean, everyone's been impressed with Spurs, man. He's got that new manager, manager boost, both undefeated, four in a row for Spurs. Playing that Aussie ball, man, it's been looking good so far. But like we said last week and we said every week, Spurs have had a nice start to the season fixture-wise. This is the first real game. I mean, they played us, of course, but we were in the mud. Um, this is their first real test, man. And this is the first real test of how this um, newfound Aussie ball works against one of these top teams. Because Arsenal, I think, have struggled a little bit this season. You know, the results wouldn't say that. They haven't been as free-flowing. But against the Spurs team, they're going to push up high. I feel like Arsenal could exploit some gaps in the back against Spurs in this game. I feel like Arsenal actually might win this game quite comfortably, man, because Spurs are not going to change their style of play. They're going to be playing, they're going to be pushing forward. They're going to be trying to get them transitions up high in the field. And I feel like Arsenal have got enough in there, enough with Odegaard and Saka and Trossard, who's on hot form, is probably going to play now. Martinelli's injured. I feel like they, they could really punish Spurs. So I'm definitely backing Arsenal in this one. I'm not sure how many. But I feel like this is the first time that our Spurs are really going to get caught out with their style of play. See, I, I kind of agree with a lot you're saying, but I've got a sneaky feeling Jono may come on and score, maybe even start, because he's better than crappy Kulisevsky. I need to cough on Zach. Um, so, but I do agree with what you're saying. I think the biggest problem with Spurs for me is they haven't got a striker. They just haven't got a number nine. Richarlison's still crap. I don't care if he scored that one goal and cried his eyes out or whatever. He's still crap. I mean, this is the battle of what, second versus fourth. Second versus, uh, you saying they ain't got a striker, I'd just play Son there, man. I mean, he, I know he's not had a great last season, but he, I think he's the the most clinical finisher they've got there, man. And you play him down the middle, then then that gives a room potentially to bring Jono in, potentially, man, if you wanted to um, mm. maybe switch Jono to the left side. I mean, you've, you've talked about playing Jono on the left side for a number of, uh, a lot last season, so... And he is right foot, and he can come cut in on that right side, and he has got a decent strike on him. So there's no reason why they couldn't play that formation. But I think Richarlison will keep his spot, and they'll keep Kulisevsky in, and John will be a super sub for a few more games. But I just think this is the, the first L for the Aussie man. 
I feel like you're comfortable Arsenal winning. I'm going to go agree with you. I'm yeah. going to say it'll be 3 1. Yeah, I was thinking 3 1 as well. Yeah. 3 1 to me for for um, Arsenal. I just got a feeling Jono will score. Clip that as well. Okay. So this match as well, this will feature on our Soccer Sunday. Uh, Brighton, Bournemouth, man. Two teams that are not Premier League teams, man. I'm getting, I'm getting sick of this Brighton hype wagon, even though Well Crap did score against you. It was hilarious. They just they just only get praise. They don't get any criticism for losing to AEK Athens midweek in the freaking Mickey Salty. Mouse Cup that everyone expecting to win. So Salty. And this is the kind of game that will go and lose, and then no one will say anything. Yeah, like like, oh, Who would you put in? Just before we move on to this one, you put Ramsdale or Raya in goal for Arsenal. Who would you put I in, chat? I don't know why there's massive fuss about this. Man. It's like an uproar that Ramsdale's been dropped. Man. It was pretty obvious when they signed Raya that he obviously preferred him. And why would he bring him in otherwise? So Raya's number one, I think, for me, out of two. Because but Ramsdale's... A, I make him more of a De Gea, man. He's more of a, yeah, he's got them good shot stops. Distribution. I think Raya's just an all-around better keeper. So I think he's, unless he makes a few mistakes, he's going to keep his spot. And Turbo's saying he raises a good point. You said at the start of the stream, you're going for loads of draws. I know. He said, yeah, we've gone for a single one yet. It's hard, man. It's hard to commit to a draw because, I don't know, just feel like you get behind if everyone else goes for a win. I don't know. But this one, again, it's do you back Brighton. Because, like I say, these are the kind of games that they just throw out a random loss and no one says anything, like they did against West Ham. So, boring mouth, three draws, two L's. Due a win rule potentially. Can I see it? No. Am I going to back them? No. I'm going to go three one, Brian. Three one, so not another draw. Um, D Holt, thank you so much for coming, member bud. Loving the profile picture, loving the pose as well. Thank you so much, man. Do appreciate it. And don't forget, tomorrow we'll have the watch along for Man City against Forest. And anyone who's a member, you'll get to see all the goals go in as a one year gets his hat trick, hopefully. I don't think this is going to be 3-1. With with Brent with Brentford, with Boring Mouth, they just don't score many and they don't concede many. I, this will probably now disprove it. Mm, it's a couple here and there, isn't it? Not really. I could see this being a draw or maybe a 2 0 I think a 2 0 And yeah, Dino makes a good point, you know. They've played midweek, Brighton. But they lost. I know they got that little boost that they need to win now. Tough one. Look at them all getting tactical now in the chat. Ads doesn't want to give away his predictions. He's probably giving us fake predictions now. They're all getting competitive now, aren't they? And uh, Will I Am, thank you so much. 13 months, bro. It's absolutely flown by. Love, love you and all the support you've given the channel, bro. And good to see you're back and smiling as well. I, I don't know. I might go for the draw. And, oh, this would be stupid to do. Wait, have you done a draw yet? You're, you're drawless as well. I'm drawless. No, I went burn oh, the man. You, I've got my draw. Yeah, that one okay, I don't need to commit to a draw here. That's a I'm gonna go Brighton two you now. I'm gonna go two one. <laughs> just get, I'm just thinking, you know what annoys me? Anytime I go nil for a team, they always score early. It does my head in. It does my head in, man. And you're like, great. There goes my three points. So yeah. I'm gonna go two one just to be on the safe side there as well. Uh, size saying last season both Arsenal and Spurs were in good form. Look what happened. I can't remember the North London derbies last year. Uh, Jonathan saying 2-0 to Brighton. They tore Man U last week. And let's move on. This one, I feel, is a draw. I, I, like, I feel like 
a draw would be okay but not satisfactory for Chelsea and the same for Aston Villa. I think Chelsea at some point they're gonna have to turn it around. I mean I hate predicting Chelsea at the moment. I you're surely potch out then, no? Potch out, no. You're not potch out. Mm. If he's a Chelsea fan, you'll be potch out. He's he's still giving a bit more time. Yeah. Okay, okay. Why? What's that got to do well, I think the one thing we can all agree on is uh Sorry, Miss Jackson, man. That was pretty funny, that shot. We can't agree and just laugh at Chelsea for how bad they are in front of goal, man. But, I mean, I just, I, every week we say it, I swear to God, why didn't they spend some of this millions of billions of pounds on a freaking striker, man? Seriously. This Jackson guy, I mean, he had a half he had a half decent season at freaking Villarreal last year, and he was in, wasn't even in the team in the first half of last season for them. And now he's come into Chelsea and he's like their main source of goals. <sighs> I don't know. They, I don't know why they didn't spend two hundred million and go get Osman or someone who's actually proven, man. But anyway, we can all laugh at Chelsea. But Villa are another one. They're a bit of a strange one as well. They took an L in midweek, didn't they? In the Mickey, Mickey, yeah. Mickey mouth. Yeah, they played crap, man. Yeah. So they're a bit Jekyll and Hyde this year. They either win big or lose big. So this one could again go either way. And this might actually be the one I go for a draw on as well. Is that, is that what you just said? Is that? I'm thinking a draw on this one. I think both will be unhappily satisfied. I don't even know if that's a real phrase, but it kind of makes yeah. sense in my mind. Kind of makes like, sense. Chelsea would be like, yeah, we got a draw. Uh, but Villa have been good. And Villa would be like, yeah, Chelsea are crap, but it's still Stamford Bridge and we got a draw. I think it might be one all. I'm going one all again. It just depends what my boy Diaby does, man. If he turns on the style, I'm gonna go Who's one all before I change my mind. That my, my gut instinct said one all. I'm not going against my gut instinct. Fair enough. Go, are you going to draw or not? I might follow you in on one all, man, because nil nil is just a risky score to go, man. So I've got to put a couple of goals up there. Not sure who's gonna score for Chelsea, but we'll see. Okay, um, Villa will be, says Turbo, hungover from coming home from uh, Walsall, then down to London. Uh, true, I keep forgetting these midweek games, right, man. Chelsea true. are fresh. Chelsea are Chelsea fresh, are man. Nkuku uh, is not a striker. Nkuku can play as a striker. Nkuku is just one of the best players in Europe for me. 2-0 um, to Villa, says Harvey, and 1-0 to the Hammers, says Tim. Interesting. Liverpool are a bit weird, man. They're a bit weird for me. They keep conceding and then winning and then just doing all their weird stuff, man. I don't know. West Ham are basically, you know, they're Cooper in Claret and Blue, really, the way Moyes plays with that low block as well. But they're in sixth. They've got 10 points. Are they? There's no hope, surely. Not at Anfield. The crowd would demand it, surely. I mean, like Dean said about Brighton, Liverpool are on that Thursday-Sunday trail now, man. That's what it's going to be like for the rest of the season. And it does affect you, man. You do see these strange results on the Sunday after a Thursday game. I don't know why. Yeah, but West Ham played on Thursday. West Ham played on Thursday as well. West Ham, that is true. It's a good point. So it probably counteracts each other. But Thursday-Sunday always seems to have an effect, more so than when you play Champions League Wednesday to Saturday for some reason. I don't know why it's like that, but it just seems to be like that. This game, yeah, like you said, Liverpool still got cracks in their defence, but their attack seems to be firing, and they've got so many options that you can always see them scoring a couple. And at Anfield, you've got to back Liverpool, surely. 
I mean, West Ham, I think they went down. They were losing at one point last night, weren't they? Man, so, that was jokes, man. Uh, what's that defender called? Uh, Ogbonna. Ogbonna, man. Just literally that fell over. hilarious, man. I don't know That's what he was doing. He's taking a page out of Sangare's moves. Uh, luckily, we got away with it. But that was hilarious. But yeah, um, Kudos looked decent. Got a couple. Well, I think the first one was classed as a known goal. But you know what's annoying me about West Ham? If I was a West Ham fan, I don't know how Tacanio feels about it. But most of their goals are coming from corners because of Ward Prowse. Yeah, I mean, Ward Prowse. He just delivers them on a sixpence, man. You gotta think, why didn't one of the big boys pick up Ward Prowse? I mean, he probably would have done well in the Liverpool shirt. He might have been perfect for them in midfield. I mean, he would have done well maybe at Spurs or someone like that. So. West Ham have got a it's, good player there, man. Because you just guaranteed, even if he's not doing much else, he's guaranteed them good set pieces, man. Free kicks, probably one in five, one in six, he's going to tuck away. So that was a good signing for them. But nah, I've got to back Liverpool here, man. Surely West Ham are in a favourite. Sure. They, they did rest a lot of their first team, but they brought them on in the second half because they were messing up. So mm. yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you. I've got three one in my head. I don't know why. You've always got to back Liverpool to score a couple, at least two. So I might go. I might put him down as a clean sheet. Is Van Dijk back yet? Because he got three matches. Yeah, back. he played midweek. Yeah, yeah, he played midweek, but he's just was he got a three match ban for that red card, didn't he? Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, Chat, I, think I think it was a one match ban, but then he he's got some extra because he kicked off the referee or something. So not like that anyway. Mm. But I'm back. In I mean, I'm like at two and a half, man. I don't know if I should go two or three. I'm going three nil for a spice up, man. So going three one and two one. Yeah, three one. <laughs> three one. I go three one. Um, Sato will squeeze on the streak, says Brandon. Um, just very quickly, there's 150 of you in here. Um, 55 likes. Please do take a second. Come on, guys, hit that like button. It's free to do. Do appreciate it if you would take a quick second just to go to the bottom right. If you're on your phone, just close the live chat for a second, hit the like button, and then go back onto the live chat. I'm going to 3-1. And that brings us to Sheffield United against Newcastle. Newcastle finally turned it around when they beat, who was it, 1-0? I forgot. Brentford 1-0. Sheffield United. Oh, the satisfaction. Even though it was against Spurs, that was their last game, yeah. But to see them lose two goals that late after time-wasting the whole game was just... I, it couldn't have happened to a nicer manager, in my opinion, than Iggy. Iggy, as they call him. Were they and actually time-wasting, though? Because I didn't actually see that game. What what was the reason for this 12, 13 minutes? Were they actually they really time-wasting? Time the whole time they were time-wasting. And then he came up and said, did you hear his BS? Yeah, well, we didn't know how we were going to take the goal kicks yeah. until we knew what Spurs were going to do. And then we were going to react. But the, but the refs don't understand that. I was like, I've never heard such deluded crap in all my life, man. This guy is a joker. He's an absolute joker. I hope they get slapped. Slapped. There's, there's a similar thing with the goalkeeper on uh, Monday night, wasn't there, with Burnley and company. Company looked like he was kicked because, uh, what's his name, Trafford got a book in early on in that game. Yeah, 10 minutes in, yeah too long it looked like company weren't that pleased with that one either so i don't know look this is a battle between daish and freaking higginbottom and who's going to get sacked first and potentially one of them could go if they both one of them loses this weekend so i thought it was a bit harsh to say because he was kind of linked with getting sacked straight after the spurs game i thought okay you just yeah. put up a good fight against spurs and now you're getting linked with getting kicked out so a little bit harsh there but 
And they did put up a decent fight at home against uh, Man City. Took a late winner there. So this is not going to be high scoring because Newcastle have reverted back to what they were at the start of last year, struggling to score mm. goals. They were free-flowing at the end, but at the start they were really struggling to get goals. And they only just scraped over the line against uh, Brentford and the penalty decision was a bit bit iffy, to be honest. But I don't know. I feel like they had a good result away in Milan. The they? problem is Isaac and Wilson. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like he kind of need. I think he prefers the four-three-three formation, Eddie Howe. Yeah. But then he can't. He doesn't. Re- he wants Isaac to be the number one, but Wilson keeps scoring, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean Isaac. I do rate Isaac, man, but he does need to start stepping up a bit more with the goals. And I mean, he's he's got he's loving God at the moment. I mean, he didn't play him at the end of last year when they bought him back in the January, and now he's like first on the team sheet. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is with Newcastle, man. It, I just love their front middle three. That three in the midfield they've got, I feel yeah. is like if you could build a middle three that you want to play in a four-three-three formation, they're the kind of three that you put in there. So, and they've got a solid defense usually, anyway. So for that one of Brighton, so I don't think it's giving many goals in this one. I feel like Newcastle might sneak it, but the odd goal it might even be like a one-niller again here. So yeah, I might go one-nil for. I don't think I've ever done a one-nil in. Predictor league for weeks. I was thinking weeks. something like that, just a low block defeat. Yeah. I do want to ask this question because Mark's got me thinking here. He says Dice will be the first to go. Chat, who do you think will be the first manager in the sack race to go? Who do you reckon it will be in it? It kind of depends on the fixtures. I have to see who's got who, but I, I swear we looked at Everton's fixtures not recently and they were kind of decent ish. Like they've got yeah. Luton now and then they've got another couple of games that are winnable. So like I said, it could come down to what happens this weekend. Sheffield United take a big L against Newcastle at home. Links are already talking about Higginbottom getting the sack. I'd probably lean more towards Sheffield United and Higginbottom getting rid of him first, to be honest. I don't know. Oh, Amy's saying Poch. Interesting. Poch. Um, Dyche says Harvey. Turbo saying Dyche. Uh, Pep, yeah, once Pep loses this weekend, he's gone. <laughs> True. There's a lot of Dyches. There's a lot of Dyches here. I feel like Daesh's inevitability is just when they've got the whole 7-7 thing, 7-7-7 coming on. I can't wait till Monday um, when we speak to Everton Mike on Beat the Drop. Beat the Drop's back next episode on Monday. And we've got some huge news to tell you about on Monday as well. So make sure you're tuned in for that. But I just feel it's inevitable. I just don't know when. I feel like with Everton, man, they know they're in the mod as a club. Like the takeover stuff or whatever. They've got issues. And who do you want to scrap it out? They know they're going to be in a scrap, whatever. So come the end of the season, who do you really want? They probably do want Dyche. So I think they'll try and hold on to him as long as possible for that. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go... It's either a 1-0 or a 2-1. Okay. I'm going to go 2-0. Wolverine with 20 different results. I'm going to go 2-0 for my results there. Okay, so that's, I think, okay, that's your lot. So I've gone Palace to beat Fulham, Wolves to beat Luton, Man City to uh, Brentford to beat Everton, Man U to draw with Burnley, Arsenal to win 3-1 in the North London derby, Brighton to win 2-1 against Boringmouth, a draw between Chelsea and Villa, 3-1 to Liverpool against West Ham, and Newcastle to win 2-0. So, (coughs) excuse me. We're back in a couple of hours on Grumpy Old Reds at 8.30, where we're going to go into a full dissection of the Man City Forest mode. And there is a chance Forest will win. We'll explain all on the stream. 
please don't forget to hit the like button if you haven't already if you're listening on the podcast please don't forget to leave a five-star review we'll see you literally go grab your dinner and we'll be back in a couple of hours and as always come on you reds sports social podcast network step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.